Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast, where we talk about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. Welcome to this episode of the 9420 podcast. That was Beyond Here with their latest single, Go There. Hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing today? Hello. Hello, Mrs. Um, Hello. Nicole and, and Mr. Greg. Hey. You know, I like that band. You know what I love about that band? Well, for one, they're kind of like they're they're from Nashville and they're really not a country band, I'll tell you that. No, they label then, themselves as alt rock. 
I love the guy's voice. You know, I love about he has that cool way. Certain words break; his voice breaks, but in a kind of cool way, and it, it's part of his style. I think the way certain words just break, and it's like, oh, you know, and you know, you know, used to do that really cool. If you remember Joe Cocker, in like there, there are certain notes, like in "You Are So Beautiful," where he doesn't even sing the note. the The note is implied yeah. to. <laughs> to me, right. and you don't even hear it. It's just that he, you, you hear, you know, he's going for it, so you kind of hear it, but he doesn't yeah, sing it. Yeah, when you do that consistently, uh, consistency, you know, it, it makes the style. That's what makes you yeah, a stylist, you, right? Yeah, it, it makes your kind of yep. thing. So it's like, yep. so he, he has that kind of voice, very cool, you know, this cool little thing. I noticed in all his songs, his voice, I like it. Yeah, it's, um, I, I had not heard it previously to us just just hearing it just now and uh i'm, I'm gonna check them out i'm gonna see what what they're up to because uh you're absolutely right it's most certainly kind of not i love guys still making that kind of music now yeah. like you know it's it's not programmed they're just like four guys you know in a studio just a drummer or a guitar player and a, a couple of, you know and, a, and then just playing yeah. you know and just the way the way you know we were talking about it last week you know i love that just pushing air you know doing it Old school. Uh oh, hate that. Old One of those school. expressions. Yeah, I get that goes on my list of like, you know, think out of the box. I get, you know, I hate back that. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in uh, the, oh, back uh, in the day. Yeah. yeah. And um, even though we use a little time, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate lingo. Never liked lingo, mm, you know? I don't know. I, I kind of like the lingo. Nah, I never liked, to me, when I was in the studio, I never said like, hey, man, put on the cans. I call them headphones. <laughs> put on the headphones. You know, I, I never yeah, used right, lingos. Right. I never called my guitar my axe. Oh, yeah. That, it's it's that's a guitar. A, that's an odd one, you know, actually. I just hate, man. Yeah, hey, man, yeah. you, get your, you got your axe? Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. I was never. That's why I guess I wasn't a cool musician. I never, I never got the lingo and stuff. It's, uh, you weren't cool enough to do the lingo. Anyway, on another topic. Now, this is a question I need to ask now, mm-hmm. and I, and people out there, what do you think? Phil Spector died yesterday, right? Yeah. Now, what do we do with people like him? Who like at some we respect kind of what he did, but then what else he did? Kind of like Michael Jackson too, like. Do you negate their achievements because of what they, their crimes, you know, because he, he murdered that chicken, he was a maniac. So do you negate what he was still Phil Spector in the sixties and kind of did have a influence on music? I, I think it's, I think it's kind of a, a, at least my opinion is that it kind of puts things in perspective. I mean, does it really matter that this person that, had such uh, an egregious uh, occurrence or maybe this person was narcissistic or a sociopath he was, he was, or, he was flat out nuts or, or, nuts or whatever the case may be. But this person, they had such a negative impact. Doesn't it put the importance of whether or not you get, you create a sound for your record label or your record production or whether or not you, um, you know, invented something or whether or not you uh, were a, a talented actor or actress, doesn't it just put it all in perspective? Because at the end of the day, you should be a decent human being first, right? Right. Uh, right. So I'm I'm thinking that uh, it does uh, kind of negate the celebration that you're entitled to 
for how cool you are about something that you've done that's particularly notable, like create a sound, like create the wall of sound, like, um, you know, have you wrote, you lost that loving feeling, you know, yeah. with, like, you know, with the righteous, but those are like classic, yeah. you know, you know, another quick story, you know, not, not the, you know, kind of backtrack on what we're talking about, but I read a little thing about him. I didn't know that his father had died and his father was kind of an abusive father from what I kind of read. And when he died, his mother put on his gra- on his father's gravestone. He was like around sixteen when 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 his father died. He put on his gravestone to know him is to love him is on Phil Spector's father's gravestone. So a year later, he starts this little doo wop group in the late fifties and writes this song to know to know him is to love, which is this big super hit, you know, to know him is to love him, to know, no, no, you know, know him, you know, and like, and that's how we started. So it's like how, you know, just because it was, that's from his father's gravestone, you know, and then it's bizarre. I think he, I think he was a very, very troubled person. And I think that that uh, situation that he got himself into with the uh, murder charge, I mean, I think that was highly uh, addiction related. You know, I mean, um, so. I was just going to say, you guys aren't the only ones kind of figuring out like how to not necessarily separate the Phil Spector in the music world, but in the Phil Spector who is a convicted murderer. But um, I think it's to say that he had accomplishments throughout his life, but you can't negate the fact that he did something so horrific that he ended up taking someone's life. So I think that's where it is. It's like he did good things, but at the same time, like everything else that he did after that negate, probably negates a little bit of all of the good that he did leave in the world. Yeah. So you, you put a spin on that list. So again, then you can add that to, cause there are allegations of Michael Jackson, Roman Polanski, Woody Allen. Like, and so where do you go with this but I, stuff? But like, I'll, so- I'll tell you what I don't buy into. I don't buy into, uh, if the person ends up being a schmuck after the fact and they've actually created this stuff, I don't buy into canceling what they've created. In other words, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to stop listening to Michael Jackson's records because uh, right. he was a, a, a very troubled individual. I'm probably not going to do that. Or I wouldn't, I wouldn't sanction censorship when it came to, the creative output of these people that are obviously very troubled. You know, I, I, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. Uh, no, I think, or, I know, I think we should censor everything. I believe in censorship, total censorship. Yes. And no promotion. Right. No promotion. No promotion. Do nothing. Right. Do nothing and censor all. <laughs> Always censor. And no confidence. You see something? You don't believe in confidence I, well, if you're, right. No confidence. No. Censor everything. Right. Right. Like you see something that you don't like, censor it. You know, <laughs> this is what Carl wants for the future. Everyone, pay attention. He may this be onto something. We were we were going to talk about the future of the music industry, weren't we? We are. Do you want to play another quick song before we do that? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Do you want to play um, "New Man"? This is "New Man" from Beyond Here. Beyond Here, yes.
like that rhythm track. Very cool groove. And again, hear how his voice does that break thing. I, I love that. I wonder if he does it on purpose or is his voice really cracking there? Because whatever I, it is. And I love, I love the mix there too. I like, I like how present the vocal is. I mean, it's like literally in your face. Right, but it's good. I like it's it. good. good. Yeah. It's like it's kind of boppy, but it still has like that edge to it. Yeah, well, to me, his voice gives it that. You know, because mm-hmm. the way it's breaking. Like anyway, very cool. Yeah, I like yeah, this band. Yeah. Good for them. Anyway, so uh, the future of music, is that what we're talking about today? Yes, that's what we're talking about. That is what our question of the week is about, too. We are like the, oh, the question of the week. The new music. The debut of the new music. The debut of the new question of the week music. (laughs) So... It's, uh, so we are. So we're claiming to be like the Nostradamus of the music industry now. So we're going to tell everyone what the future of the music industry well, will bring. I think it could be fun to kind of get like our opinions on like what we think could potentially happen or what we know could be best for artists out there. Just because I think there's so much knowledge that we all have, and we all probably have different versions of what the future for the music industry could look like. We have we have no knowledge. No, no, well, no, your knowledge is do nothing. We have experience. Don't be confident. Don't do anything. I have no experience. What what is experience? Um, you know, osmosis. Just 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 sitting in a room. You know, I often said this too, but just I never thought I would mature as a human being. You know, but just by being on the planet as long as I've been. I've just by osmosis kind of matured a little bit. Uh, you, you just have to. Yep. You, you kind of have to. You have to. It's a series of decisions that get made. And uh, whether or not you learn anything from them, I think that has something to do with A, experience, and B, uh, wisdom, if you can garner So what any- I say out to the world is that even the biggest idiot by the end of his life can become somewhat less of an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think that's there's potential there. I, I think uh, artists are not going to want to hear my uh, prognostication for. Tell you, like, prognostication. You, you, you can start, Greg. We love you. Go ahead, go. I think that. Oh, wait a second. Greg, yes. tell us what the future of music is. <laughs> the future of music is artists with significantly less leverage. And notoriety. Interesting. Leverage in what in what way? I, you know, in the- I, I I believe that in twenty years, people are going to identify with particular genres of music, and they're going to be consuming based on playlists and based on brand association. And I don't think they're going to particularly care who's making the music. It's just going to sound like they want their lives to sound like. What does that mean? Think, think about it. Think about it. Uh, that We no longer are required to make a purchase. We're no longer required to invest in that particular artist. We're just streaming playlists and we're getting... Our lives, uh, we're getting the soundtrack for our lives based on the streams that we choose to listen to. And we're not really hyper engaged with any artist. We're not waiting on the next release from artist A or artist B, or we don't know where that artist is, um, what label they're signed to, or we don't follow them other than to see what they're going to post on their Instagram. We really don't care. And we're certainly not collecting their music. But you don't think there's still going to be live shows and touring? I think that there will be live shows and touring, but I think that's going to be the height of people's support for artists. 
Uh, I think artists are going to lose position, lose status, lose the ability to be quotes rock stars. I, I think I think the age of the rock star. I agree with that. The age of the rock star is over. It's done. It's gone. Well, it's it's, it's totally going to morph back. But like anything else, I think the world just goes in cycles with just new technology. Right, you know, right now, we're going back to the late fifties, early sixties, singles oriented, mm-hmm. post like you know the album concept. You know, I don't know. It's like. Don't you think that it always cycles where it gets big and big and big and then it just collapses and breaks down again and starts all over again and then there's a new technology involved but basically it's the same cycle? It literally is called the circle of life. Well, I, you know, the thing is though that with regard to music, I think that people are just less interested in musical artistry. I just think they're not they're not engaged, you know? I mean, it's like, it's going to be hard. I mean, you can count on one hand or two hands the number of people that have got that have come to prominence and actually created these huge careers like used to happen in the 70s and 80s and 90s you can count on one hand the number of people that have been able to break through and do that in the music genre over the last 10 years uh, i think it's because there's just so much music out there and um the machine is not as prevalent as it once was. See, I agree a little bit with you, Greg, but I disagree in not being able to have that star status. So I think artists are definitely going to really kind of hone in on what their sound is and like how that sound affects people's lives and whatnot. But I do think that there will still be rock stars and pop stars and whatnot that come out of it. But I think they're going to be fleeting in the sense of they may have one hit song and then you never hear from them again. Or they may have two hit songs and then no one really knows what goes, what, like they don't really care because the attention span is so short. We had that. We had David Cassidy. We have Bobby Sherman and, you know, Fabian. Yeah, but that was all 50 years ago. We still have, don't we have pop stars now that pop up every once in a while still and they're they're big like... uh, Do you think there's going to be like any of the Taylor Swifts of the world or the Justin Bieber's or the One Directions or whatnot? Well, I think that's that's those those acts that you count on one hand, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. But I think for the most part, I don't think they're going to be any more rock stars over the next 20 years. Look at the attention we, we give. I guess what we're talking about here is celebrity. So, you know, all you have to do in order to be a celebrity is have, you know, a couple hundred thousand people watching you on your YouTube channel and or do something that goes viral that makes you famous for 15 minutes and people will give you their attention. Being a musical artist is, I think, requires a lot more talent. It requires a lot more work and it requires a lot more, uh, much more commitment to actually making something. Well, we asked asked the the question of the week. Man, that sounds sounds pro, doesn't it? That that music um, is pro. What was was it again? Uh, What 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 do you you think think the future of music looks like? like? So we we asked a few people, and one answer is from Christy Huff. Is she an artist? She is an artist. Let's see what Christy had to say. Hello, um, this is Christy Huff, and... What do I think the future of music looks like? Well, I think that for one, it'll mean a lot of artists releasing singles instead of full length albums because people aren't really interested in sitting down and listening to, you know, 
10, 15 songs all at once. Um, they want something new constantly. So I think that will mean, you know, artists just releasing singles and new content often every couple months. And I also think that, especially since the pandemic, which we've seen, you know, live shows and live events, um, hopefully we'll do it sooner rather than later. But I still think that, you know, virtual events are going to be part of the whole live show thing as well. I think that we've seen that we've been able to create a whole new audience with our virtual live streams events. And I think that that will be a lot more, I don't know, constant in the future as well. As well as, you know, being active on social media, people don't just want to listen to their artists, they want to know their artists. So that means getting to know the personality through social media. So I think it's going to take, you know, a musician isn't just going to be a musician. They are also going to need to be an influencer of some kind. So, yeah. I agree with her, too. I, I agree a lot with what you said. What do you think? Yeah, so but do I. A, a musician not being a musician and being an influencer, it, that just supports my there will be no rock stars in 20 years scenario. Well, well, not, right, right. You know, well, so. it's like what we talk about, too, like in promotion right now, like, you can't just be an artist anymore. You have to be your own promo guy too. That's part mm-hmm. of who you are. Now it's part of your brand. So I agree with the fact that fans are going to want to know what their artists are potentially doing or what the flavor of the month is for them is going on. But I think one of the things at least music artists need to be aware of is that social media could also go away tomorrow if like big tech breaks or or whatnot. So like that's where if that happens – I think we're going to see a lot of artists not necessarily be able to have careers because they haven't broadened their audience past a platform that they don't own. <laughs> I just, right. I, I was. I just thought of something that Carl said last episode. I thought it was funny. Is like, let's just shut the internet off, shall we? <laughs> Pull the plug. I, I, well, I, you know, I think I. You know, I think we should. You know, I, I'm, I'm it not. Would probably, it would this. probably be an incredible thing for the music industry at large, to be honest with you, because world, once, once, once again, the scarcity of the magic of music would be front and center, and you would have to engage an artist in order to hear some. Or you'd have to flip on the damn radio in order to hear it. And that would be fleeting. And sooner or later, you would want to hear it on demand. You'd want to hear it when you wanted to hear it. So what do you do? You go buy a copy, you know, and and we get the music business back, right? In more than just the music business, I yeah. think in the world in general, I think, I think there's too much tweeting, too much texting. It got to the point where no one has to talk anymore. Remember like, you know, years ago, if you're on the phone and, and you're disconnected, you would have to call back, oh, I'm so sorry we got disconnected. Nowadays, if you're talking disconnected, you just forget about it and keep walking and don't even call back. <laughs> you just assume that, oh, we, I lost the signal, big deal. It was a dead right? zone. Yeah, was, you know, so we don't even like, it's like this inherent rudeness is allowed now. We can, uh, well, I'll call it tomorrow. Fun fact, my college thesis was actually on the public and private spheres of life and Aristotle's whole philosophy on that and how back in the day, which was only 2007, which was only 2007, how social media was going to affect that. Gosh, what are we in 2021 now? Like 14, 15 years ago, there was still so much unknown, but like everything I talked about in my thesis, I was telling my husband the other day, came true with social media and it's completely ruined society for being able to even just have coherent conversations around topics without getting nasty with, with each other. 
I think the artists just need to be mindful of where they're, how they're gaining their audience and that it just doesn't always have to be on social media, like expand where they're, where they're putting out their music and how they're getting people to listen to it if they can. Did anybody else a- answer the question? Yeah, we got another artist, Stephanie Nash. Is she an artist too as well? She is an artist. Yep. And uh, her, her answer was a bit different. She took it differently. She, you know, she took it more personal. Let's see what Stephanie has to say. Ever since I stepped back into music, I told myself that I wanted to go all the way. Lyrically and through everything that I will put out from this moment forward, I wanted to just change the aspect of country music. Getting down to the real story, where you come from, what are you seeing on a daily basis? And I'm really proud of the music that I've put out because I've been a part of each lyric each line the melodies how we produced it you know me and Kent Wells from day one have been a team and I want to produce music that's different that's inspiring and so when you ask me what I want out of my career it's it's not about being this big old country music singer it's about making a difference in my community making a difference for my heart myself of what I produce and put out there to the world so if anything out of my career I hope I can make an impact in people's lives whether it's a ballad country music song or an upbeat song something we can have fun and something that's deep down country music Stephanie took it as the future of her music right mm-hmm. like, you know so which which is fine too well, which is, it kind of leads into what Greg was saying too about it she's not necessarily tying herself to being like the next Trisha Yearwood or whatnot. She's really just wanting her music to have an impact on someone. Right. And it it sounds to me as if like she's, uh, you know, she's taking it seriously and and she recognizes that music does have an intrinsic power about it. Uh, And I love how she like folded in the community and she's actually kind of uh goal setting in a in a in a more traditional way i think it's fine i think it's cool see i think i'm gonna start what i call carl's rules all right well oh, there you go i think so we need carl, another so sound carl, for that one carl, that, that sounds like it that yeah there you go no you need so, you need one one of those ostentatious um, so carl's rules like so so far the carl's rules number i, I have to number them too but the rules are like no promotion <laughs> Censorship. Censorship. Censor everything. No matter what gets done, always censor it. Do nothing. Uh, Do nothing. Do nothing. And you said something too. In your answer, I would say take nothing seriously. Take nothing seriously as opposed to anything anything you do, in no way take it seriously. You know, if you take it seriously, forget it. And and be very leery of confidence. Be very oh very yeah, confidence. You meet confidence people yep. in any form of life, in any in any avenue. Turn of around, life. turn around, run the other way. We need we need to we need to memorialize these uh, rules, and we, and I should think that uh, these rules would support episode after episode after episode. So, uh, and I, I, one thing I hope, I just hope people who hear this realize that, that I'm, I'm being there's ridiculous. No, I, there's no irony here, babe. Uh, oh. No, 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 Yeah, hear that guy? Do you hear that guy? He thinks everything, you should, you should like take nothing seriously and have no confidence. What is this guy, a moron? <laughs> you know? Oh, anyway. goodness. Uh, Do we actually you- have three selections this week? We, we, yeah, we, have, we, have, we have another one where we, we can just end with um, their last tune. Which is Young um, One. Which is called Young One, which is kind of cool. They need to reach out to us. I'd like to know more about this band. I think this band's rocking pretty good. 
Yeah, no, they're all for yep. talking about whatever. I mean, they they were super okay. responsive when we reached out to them. So very cool, very cool. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. For all of the links to anything that we've talked about in this episode, you can go to the website, which is 9420.com, which is the number is 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y.com. Until next week, we'll talk to y'all later. Take care. And this is a young one by Beyond Here. Yep. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah.